Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, on this podcast, I have an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. Now, listen to this. For all who experience homelessness, are formerly homeless, or at risk of homelessness, and the many who advocate for our humanity, dignity, and housing as a human right. These are the words written in the prologue of Beyond Charity, a sojourner's reflection on homelessness, advocacy, empowerment, and hope, written by today's guest, Dr. Deborah Gilbert White. She fights every day. Dr. Deborah Gilbert White is a diversity, inclusion, and equity specialist, social justice and community advocate for people experiencing homelessness at risk of homelessness or formerly homeless. She is the founder of Her Story Ensemble LLC, an awareness, education, and advocacy community-based group focused on women and homelessness. Deborah's experience with sheltered homelessness led her to advocacy work for homeless rights and housing justice. She has been working in the community since 2012 toward a bill, a Delaware Bill of Rights for individuals experiencing homelessness and to dismantle stereotypes, myths, and misinformation about homelessness. Her work continues today to eliminate discrimination based on housing status to stop the criminalization of homelessness and to promote the more low income and affordable housing. Dr. White, welcome to Out and About with Antoinette. Oh, thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. And always you have been such a support to us in the community and with our work. And so I'm just, it's just a, a blessing to be here with you today. Now, thank you. And before we even begin our conversation about your book, Beyond Charity, let me applaud you for your recent book signing at Barnes and Noble in Wilmington, North Carolina. Now, that must have been exciting to be out and about post, you know, pandemic lockdown. It was the first time that I've done a book signing in person, in store. Um, it was amazing. It's surreal. I'm still on a high with it. And um, where they had my bookshelf, it was right around the corner from Viola Davis's new releases. So I'm in good company. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm in good company. Well, you have been doing the darn thing. And again, I am so proud of you. You know, you have been working tirelessly for many, many years. Now you're working now with the National Coalition for the Homeless. And you also had an opportunity to speak to a group of ninth graders in St. Louis. Now, how is that? Because their mindset is a, a bit different, I would think. Whoa. But it was probably like a breath of fresh air to talk to them. It was refreshing. Um, through the National Coalition for the Homeless, I am part of their Faces of Homelessness Speakers Bureau. So whenever groups come to DC, and sometimes we'll go out to college campuses around the country, but mostly people will come to DC, um, they will ask for a speaker for their young people. And that's what that's what happened last week. Um, this group of ninth graders came from, um, from a Jewish congregation in, in um, Missouri. 
and um, they were here to visit this nation's capital and they do social justice work through their um, congregation. So that was the beautiful part. I believe that all communities of faith should be involved in social justice work. I mean, I think, you know, um, that is what we're supposed to be doing um, when we are, um, you know, people of faith. And it was amazing. And I saw a few of the uh, pictures on social and they look so engaged. And it's just, you know, it's like I said, I use the term refreshing because, you know, when you're in a fight, Sometimes, you know, you get down, you're dirty and you're tired and you don't think anybody's listening or understanding and you're not winning the fight. But then you come across, you know, yeah. uh, an audience such as these young people and they are young people and they they're are. engaged and they're listening and they're understanding and they're they're psyched. And it's like, oh, my God, this is, you know, all this fight is not in vain. Right. Well, one of the things that they reminded me of as I was telling my story, I um, brought up the um part of my story where I had drawn my pension to live, they didn't know what a pension was. Wow. And I realized that it's a different day for them. They, you know, they're, they're not going to have pensions. Um, most of the jobs that they would have or the careers that would go with, they would go into. And so um, their leader, he explained what a pension was and they're looking at me like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it's like, you know, I have to really realize that um, people who are coming um, to hear me and who are hearing this story, the things that were relative for me, um, the younger generation, they don't even understand that. They, they, uh, all they know also now is that, you know, when you, I talk about my first time having to apply for work online coming out of my homelessness, when, you know, when I started my career, we would go, go to a company and put in an application. We would see the people face to face, but that's a whole different world now. They don't see anybody unless the people wants to want to see them. And that's usually through Zoom first, and then you may get an in-person um, um, piece with the people. But um, the one refreshing thing, and I'll go back to your word because it was refreshing, was when we finally ended the conversation, they asked me, what can we do? And that blessed my heart. Because oftentimes people will, you know, will not ask, what can we do? They'll say, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, this happened to those people. Um, They don't see the connection that they have to it. But these young people want to know. They want to do something about it. And I was grateful for that. That's wonderful. And, you know, I've been thinking about you a lot, not only because we had an opportunity, um, and we'll talk about your your book tour at Mija Bookstore, but the other day I was driving into Wilmington um, for an event, and I stopped at that little corner uh, right before Adams where, you know, people would sell newspapers. And I remember that's one of the things you talked about where they stopped that, you know, they're saying, you know, homeless people were bothering people in their vehicles on their way to to their jobs or whatever. And I miss that. I really miss Mm -hmm. seeing those men there. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, but you know, and and the piece about it, you know, people are thinking, okay, um, you know, they're out here on the corner, you know, asking people to, you know, give whatever you can for the paper. That's a form of income for people. I remember, you know, when um, we were fighting for um, the city to ch- not to change that, change the policy or implement the policy to stop that. Um, I remember saying to the mayor and, and to uh, the other powers that be at the time that 
This is how many people get the food that they need to eat. This is how they get their personal care items. This is how they may get enough money to put together to get a room for the night so they can take a shower and, and be fresh for maybe to go on an interview or something like that. But, you know, in, and people don't want people to ask for help. But if you're asking for help and you're giving away something, I mean, what can, you know, what can you do? <laughs> you know, it's like you can't do anything right. Even when you're doing, you're giving something back in your in this in your state of homelessness, you still can't do anything right. Yeah, it's it's amazing, you know. And I always go back to the lyric of uh, one of Tupac's so songs saying, you know, we've got money for wars, but no money for the poor. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at what's happening now, and and that, isn't that true? What's happening yes. around the world? You know, we don't want to see anybody in war. I hate war. Mm -hmm. um you know i i am one i hate war and um I, i'm not a person that you know waving flag and singing songs about bombs bursting and all that i can't mm -hmm. do it mm -hmm. <laughs> right, know, that's right. not who i am but um to know that that's what you know we're we get high in this country off of that type of stuff um you know and it's nothing i'm not i don't want to take away from our veterans who want to fight i have veterans in my family but you know the when they come back you know, they're still not treated right. And many of the people who are identified as homeless are the same people that go and put their lives on the line for this country. Yes, so, you know, we've got to make sure that we, you know, we the narrative is, is a straight, straight narrative here. You know, like, okay, you serve this country, you do all this, and then you come back and you, can, you can't even have a place to live. Wow. wow. That's crazy. So it is. That's not the word I use. That's, that's, ins that's insane. Right. We, we, you know, we, sometimes we have to be quote and unquote politically correct you know but we know what we want to say and right, we it you know? all in our face <laughs> yes 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 you know so yeah all right so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back i'm going to continue the conversation with dr white and we're going to get more information on her book beyond charity the audio book that's coming soon as well as her meet uh recent meet and greet at Mija bookstore where i actually had an opportunity to moderate so we'll be right back after this quick break. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Are you struggling to stay motivated or keeping your team productive? Is your work life plagued with issues and conflicts that you are not equipped to handle? Hi, I'm Tracy Horton. As a certified professional and personal development strategist that has gone through my own experiences as a Black female in the criminal justice field and managing people for over 14 years, I can assist you with accomplishing effective resolutions for your problems. If you are interested, you can take advantage of my free 30-minute consultation by sending me a message to hortonstrategistgroup at gmail.com to schedule your appointment. Stay encouraged and remember, experience is our best teacher. Are you ready to join the billion dollar podcasting industry? If so, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is ready for you. Whether you're just starting out and have no equipment or you are a seasoned pro but need help with production, Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio has everything you need. 
Conveniently located in Middletown, Delaware, Blake's state-of-the-art production facilities make producing your first or 100th podcast a breeze. No matter what kind of project you have in mind, the professionals at Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio can help with your production or give you the tools to produce it on your own. At the heart of Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio is award-winning blogger, vlogger, and CEO Antoinette Blake. And her goal is simple, to help one more entrepreneur be successful. So stop making excuses and start making your podcast, audiobook, e-course, and other online dreams come true. Call Blake's Booth Podcasting Studio now. 302-261-3530. That's 302-261-3530. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises Social Media Marketing and Consulting, an award-winning blogger, blogger, author, podcast host, and professional speaker. And here on Out and About with Antoinette, every Wednesday at 1 p.m., I am interviewing a guest who's from in and around the state of Delaware that is doing positive things in their community. And today, my special guest is Dr. Deborah Gilbert White. And before the break, we were talking about, you know, her hard work, her advocacy for the homelessness, her, you know, um, she's just working tirelessly and, and, you know, I'm seeing the benefits of what she's doing and her book, oh my gosh, Beyond Charity, it was released in September, 2021. And it seemed like now she's on a whirlwind of promotion, including her first uh, tour stop, her meet and greet at Mesia Bookstore. Dr. White, how was that? That was um, amazing, and it was um, how they would say prophecy coming, you know, forth. Because me, Media Books has a special place in my heart. The uh, proprietor there, uh, Miss M. I first met her when I was a resident at the Salvation Army Shelter in Wilmington, Delaware. That's where we met. Okay, and at that time, she had planted the seed for um, the women there to form some type of writing group, you know, to talk about our experience or just to be, do something creative while we were there. And at that time, I wasn't even thinking about this. I shared, you know, <laughs> I just wanted to get out of there and get, get back on my feet and, 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 and go on with my life. But I took her card. And so when we were talking about promoting the book, I knew that I could not step outside of Delaware before I stepped into Miha Books to um, talk with her about this book and to share with the community, you know, the importance of her um, on my journey. And so uh, she remains a friend. It was many years before, you know, we connected again after I left the shelter. And it was about five years that it took me to write the book. But I found her, <laughs> you know, and we reconnected. And so um, it's been amazing. And I actually met her as when I was working in, so you were home, I was working for IBM at the time and we had an office across, well, not far from the Tri-State Mall where her original bookstore mm -hmm. was located. And I'll never forget one day I decided to, you know, go down to the store there. I don't even remember which, what, what the anchor store was. And I was walking by and I saw this beautiful Afrocentric 
bookstore that had the most amazing books and sculptures mm -hmm. and it was just wonderful and so I popped in and I met her and you know she was just an open woman and an honest woman and I just loved it I actually I think I did a blog post on her on my old blog but you know it's funny how you and then for us all three to get together you yes. know at the tour I'm like you know God does things he puts people mm -hmm. in your life for a reason in the season and we never know when that's going to happen and then yeah. meeting you again um and having an opportunity to help you with the audio book and then go into the book signing with at Angela Davis how, how I mean first of all that was like so cool right you had met her before I had never met her and we were right up front <laughs> <laughs> right, we were right up front. It, it, that was just so amazing. That's all, that's my word for the day, amazing. I mean, I love Angela Davis. I love what she stands for. Um, when I met her, it was at a um, event at Wayne State um, University and um, she was powerful back then. She came to talk to the group of community people and students that were working on issues in the in that area. So, um, and that was years ago. I took a picture of her and I was trying to find the picture. I was gonna bring it with me, I couldn't find it in oh, time. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I took a picture with her, yeah. So um, I have that in my memory. But the uh, the wonderful thing about that night was that um, our paths, I talk about her in my book and that one of the organizations that I worked with where I learned my, uh, first got a taste of social justice and, and, and utilizing my faith for social justice um, was one of the organizations early on when she was arrested that they took up money, they raised money um, to support her and for her bail. And so when I took the job there, I went there as um, a part-time, um, um, not part-time, um, temporary, mm -hmm. temporary work. Um, you heard that story. You, you, you made the connection. They made sure everybody knew the connection mm -hmm. of how they did work in community. And, she, and her story was lifted, so I knew about her. Yeah, so when I went, when we went to the books, um, to her event at the Wilmington Library, I um, gave her one of my books, um, my daughter presented it to her, and I told her that I was using one of her quotes in the book, and yes. also um, my daughter shared with her about that connection with the United Church of Christ who had raised money for her bail. And my awesome. daughter said when she told her, she had a little smile across her face. <laughs> she did. I, I was watching. I oh, was you was watching. watching. She had a little smile because I, yes. I, <laughs> I knew the journey. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So about the book, Beyond Charity, how amazing was that? Was that very cathartic for you? Was it something that you had set out to do? Was it something that, you know, it's just like the, and, is it, and this is the prelude. Is this, there's going to be another book behind this? I know because you have- yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm working on a second book now, but it won't, it will be um, working with, um, because coming out of, of homelessness and writing the book and, and, and now working as a consultant with um, a contractor with HUD, okay. I have been exposed to um, other um, pieces of, of how um, housing um, and policies and legislation and um, education works here in the United States. And so um, I have been at tables now and continue to be at tables on the national level where um, I'm working with other people with lived experience. Great. And I'm seeing some of the things that need to focus, um, focus on helping to empower us as we come back into community and do work with people who are working on around issues of housing and homelessness. And so that book will be more of a handbook uh, for us, for okay. us with lived experience. And I'm working to have that released by the end of the year. Okay, great. So now where, where can we get Beyond Charity? Beyond Charity, um, you can go through um, Bookstop, 
which is one of the organizations or, or companies that will um, connect you with the independent bookseller in your area. And I like to do the independent piece because I like to support small businesses and they will get a percentage of the sale of the book. Great. You can also go through the publisher, Caris Publishing, um, which um, they have um, their website, just Google them and, and uh, through Amazon as well. Okay. And so um, you can get there and Barnes and Nobles. Right, right, right. Yes, we got to add it on there now. <laughs> right. And if you want an autographed copy, you could email me um, at um, um, her story on her story to tell at gmail.com. And um, there's a, a, a form there. And just say you want an autograph book and you can pay for it on online and I will autograph a copy for you and send it to you. And if someone would like for you to uh, participate in a roundtable or, you know, speak to a, another group, how do they get a hold of you? The same way they can go through our um, HerStoryEnsemble.com and it, all my contact information is there. Uh, I'm now working on a uh, media kit. So, uh, yeah, so I will have that um, to share with people. Um, you know, writing this book has taught me a lot about the publishing world. And um, even though I have a traditional publisher, you really do a lot for yourself. You have yes, to do a lot. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And you know that as well as all. Oh, yeah. And I was just talking about the media kits today. That is definitely, mm -hmm. you have to have that media kit, which is a one sheet that yes. tells people who you are, what you've done, you know, cause you, mm -hmm. you know, you've been doing a lot and this is, you're just going to go into the stratosphere. I know it. Um, you're <laughs> truly blessed. You are truly blessed. And, you know, you probably didn't think that, you know, five, 10 years ago when you were going through your homelessness, it was like, God, why? And now it's God, why, God, why not me? You yeah. know, well, what, what, yeah, what happened 10 years ago? I never asked God why I just asked, what is this about? Okay. I've been a, per yeah, I've been a person of faith Good. Uh, for most of my life. And, um, but I asked what it was about because I knew it was going to serve a larger purpose as yes. a person who did advocacy work before I was working on issues of anti-racism and inclusion and, and that type of thing. Um, homelessness was not on my radar. Um, but so well, I, I apologize I, for using that cliche. It was not. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that. It was uh, it was what is this about? And that question continues to be answered each and every day. Meeting you and, and, and talking about the audio book, because I remember just asking the question, you know, do you do audio books? And you said, hmm. I can't. No, but, We're doing uh, it. We're but, learning. <laughs> you're gonna learn, and so you know. I just think all that was, you know, divine, as they say, intervention. You know, we're connecting the pieces, and it has been really a great um, learning opportunity to to have you be the person to work with with something that's new for me. You know, and something that's new for you, but it's gonna take us in many different ways because when I meet my other author friends, and I'm saying they say that I want to do an audio book. Your name is going to be, what, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm doing. Your name, awesome. you know, you will be the one. Yes. Well, I, I, you know, I, I'm just so blessed and I'm, I'm so blessed to know you, but before I let you go, can you please leave us some lasting words or some words of wisdom or just, you know, something that, you know, just makes us feel good. Cause that's what you always do when I see you. Okay. Well, the first thing I want to say is that this is not done alone. Um, I believe in working in community. And so even though um, people may see me as the point person, there's a whole tribe of people and ancestors around me. And so I want to give honor to that. Um, and then connecting in community, um, I've learned that one of my superpowers is as a connector. And so um, I will connect with other people who are 
doing similar work or the same work and always about empowering and it's particularly empowering girls and women in this world. And so um, I want to say that um, even though my name may be on the book, I share about the women that I met at the shelter. I shared, share about the women who became my advisory um, group when we were forming her story ensemble. And I share about the women who, um, you know, I met in, who were in community working in political um, realms who helped to usher uh, us to where we are now with the Bill of Rights um, as we wait for another hearing, right, which I right. told will be probably next week um, so that we can get it voted out of committee. So I'm going to read just a short piece um, in my, from my book. Um, and um, this is just a reflection on the journey. Okay. The journey through homelessness and its aftermath taught me how fierce a battle it is to dare to ask different questions, have greater expectations, and hold those in power accountable for their treatment of people who hold stigmatized identities in society. People living with mental illness, people living in poverty, people experiencing homelessness and other vulnerable groups continue to have hope that the day will come where we all will have what we need from a society that values fully who we are. And so that's where we stand right now. We stand in the hope. We stand in the hope. Dr. White, thank you. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you for all that you will continue to do. And thank you for being a guest here on Out and About with Antoinette. And thank you for the invitation. And thank you for being a friend and a ally. And I'm wishing you a wonderful week and may God continue to bless you, your mission and your vision. Thank you. And I thank you. I thank you for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, where every week I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing great things in their communities. And if you'd like to be a guest on Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget to find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my vlog, and use the link tree ID, ablakeenterprises. Thank you again. Share this podcast link with your family, your friend, your bae, and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe, and stay social, because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya, it's the D.E. Diva, a.k.a. the Delaware Blogger. Have a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.